0: D-O-I in apostrophe
1: revolution in podcasts that's it there you go (laughs) danny unmute yourself
0: (laughs) oh Oh. i I just read your
1: lips go god damn it
0: i'm so i I say god damn it you know i can't recapture it i think i said the funniest thing i've ever said but i can't uh
1: you can't say it twice
0: i can't say it twice it just won't be fresh
1: it's just i won't do that it's between you and the lord at this point
2: (laughs) That's some Southern Bay City stuff right there, Jimmy. That is. Yeah.
0: That is not a uh, Jersey expression, I'll tell you that. No. Well, not something that
1: people tend to say to a Jewish fellow, right? No,
0: we have a Lord.
1: No, you Well,
0: You don't think we have a God? <laughs> <laughs> you are a freaking monster. First of all, I don't even practice. But oh, by the way, I'm look, look my at my people. shirt.
1: Look at my shirt. Oh, yeah.
0: I love you. I, all I saw were your domino, your sweet, sweet. I, titty. Titty.
1: I don't mind you saying it because they're pretty awesome, so. Right oh, you're very proud of them. Yeah, I think they should sponsor the podcast.
0: You get a couple drinks in you, and boy, you just talk about your boobs like they walked by, and you're a
2: construction worker. Yeah, I
1: could yeah. have, have a Gatorade <laughs> and talk about them. I don't even need booze.
2: <laughs> you just need like a bunch of butt pics, like by a pool, and you're all of a sudden you're an Instagram, just five hundred thousand follower followers on there. Exactly.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm just like squeezing them together, talking about how blessed I feel. Yeah.
0: I mean, I you've already heard our guest talk. Jenny, would you would you mind introducing our would, guest to America?
1: I would be honored. Okay. Our guest is one of my very best friends. Mm. And Danny, you're one of my very best friends, so this is extra special for me. Oh it God. is musician, mm. country singer, Houstonian, Aggie. Say that. Yep. <laughs> Hard-carrying Mensa member, right? Is that true? Yep. 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 <laughs> yeah. Rich yeah. Rich O'Toole, everybody. Holy shit. What's up?
2: Give
0: him a big old fashioned uh doing it yeehaw.
1: Give a, Do it. a big, <laughs> <laughs> Give him a giddy up, everybody. Here we yeah. he go. Yeah. Well, Rich, thank you so much for doing the podcast. This is special for me.
2: Yeah, I've been a big fan. I feel like I'm like the the like the least star y'all have on. Y'all have like major, major celebrities on. Yeah, you Just definitely
0: like... you definitely are. I mean yeah, yeah. Like, so it's an honor being
1: guests, here thank you you are uh, you're the worst guest we've had this year
2: I feel like it's like <laughs> when, you, when you turn on the tonight show and you see someone get bumped and you're like who the hell is this you know it's like that yeah, kind of feeling I, I,
0: it was pre- yeah I mean it was <laughs> we we canceled 20 people canceled and so really good, you <laughs> got the chance to, um and, and you know once my once my mom couldn't do it I thought yeah let's have rich on yeah I mean understandably <laughs> understandably
2: <laughs>
1: so rich okay let's get it. you're in Houston right now I am yeah and so now, I will expect like you are a traveling you're a traveling man you're a musician you travel all the time but you've lived rich will do something that I'm always impressed with you will move to a place for like six months
2: yeah well sometimes by accident I mean I lived in LA for five years then I moved back to Texas uh-huh. then I was like I missed LA I went back to LA and then I lived in New York City for six months then I bought a house in Nashville lived there about a year and a half, and I got sick of it. it, it and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see my mom in Houston, so I'm in an apartment here. But my job, we always have to tour, so I'm always on the road. So, and I have a wife. I'm still single. So it's one of those things where it's like I don't have to be. You know, I, what I should be doing is I should be living in, like, a different state every month, like in an Airbnb, and just go see the world because it kind of helps you write. You know, writing records and writing songs, if you're in the same place, you kind of get stale a little bit, you know? I find, oh,
0: that, I find that way even with uh, um, writing I, that isn't set to music. It's like getting <laughs> out, like going into nature, going to see someplace you haven't been, always inspiring.
1: That's I'm right. the same way. Like I can't, I'll get full writer's block if I'm just stuck in one place. It's like even just going and running an errand. I'm like, I'm clocking everything that's happening so I can get some form of inspiration for like, what did the bank teller just do? She made a weird face. Maybe I'll think of something that I can- I'm
0: <laughs> the same- I mean, I, I, I've stayed in pretty much every hotel in the LA area. Cause whenever I write a script, I, I, to get myself motivated, i just, I need mean, just a change of environment. And, uh, yeah, so, you'll uh,
1: sequester yourself and
0: yeah, I just have to, because it's like, I guess like also I know I'm spending money on the room and it's <laughs> like, you better get shit done to justify this.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you're giving yourself your deadline by it. Have, a... have you been recording during this period of time?
2: I have been, yeah. Actually, I Actually, got, I got a cool job. The record label I was with, actually, they were like, hey, do you want to start your own label? And we'll give you an imprint. And I was like, yeah, sure. So I basically became like a record uh, you know, label head kind of, and they gave me an imprint. So I'm basically releasing my own records through the record label I was with. So um, we've been signing new acts, and like I've been recording. We have a new song coming out called 17 Wild Horses. It comes out in February. It's kind of based on Yellowstone, the TV show. So I've been kind of, we're, we've been really working with them, trying to pitch it to them and yada, yada, yada. So it's got that like, Western rock feel to it, but oh, yeah. Well, we've been I've been trying to stay busy. I mean, well, I'm not doing shows. I've been really good about the coronavirus. I don't want to do shows, honestly. I, I played a couple, and it was just kind of depressing. So, yeah, I've been flying to Nashville quite a bit and jumping in the studio and just getting a lot of material done. You know, for the just so I have it stacked up.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I, I just wanted to be like before you came on, I was like, I was just talking. I was in a in a writers group, and I was mentioning uh, a guy, a writer I work with, is just huge. He's knows he just knows. Everything about country music talks about it, loves it, and um, I thought I don't love it, but I don't know as much as he does. And I yep. mentioned, I mentioned you that we were seeing, and he just he he went, he was like, "Oh my god, I love that guy." He, and he and he then played me over the Zoom, you um, your the 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 cover of your version of the Wilco song, Casino yeah. Queen. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I because I love yeah. Wilco, and, and I love what you do with that. that's great. I just wanted to say, like, props.
2: No, thanks. It so. yeah, we had uh, uh I had uh, Pat Green, Ginny. You know that Ginny yeah. probably like lost her virginity at a Pat Green concert. Or, or... You know, <laughs>
1: oddly enough, I was not a Pat Green
2: fan. No, you were not <laughs> <laughs> Must not have been
0: very good. Huh?
2: So no. Pat, 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 Pat was a, it was a duet. So me and Pat sang that song together. Yeah, oh. um, so it was cool. No, I appreciate it. You know, the, the funny thing about country music right now is like my hardest job is, like with like Trump and all this like bs that's going on it's so hard for me to say i've seen country music because i really don't anymore it's like the it's almost like a division you know it's like if it's like if if there was a comedy writer that got elected president and everyone hated him you'd be like i'm a comedy writer but yeah yeah <laughs> you know but, but it, it's ask- just so hard it's like such a weird thing i wonder if i can ask you
0: about that though because for me don't can't you see that as an opportunity like to not get in line and isn't like all music a little bit about rebellion i mean even you know johnny cash didn't play by the rules and and yeah. by any means and and i don't know i feel like there's a lot of opportunity because country music. I, I, it feels like there's opportunity to distinguish yourself from that and
2: um i don't know I, there there is you know jason isabel is really good at doing that's that
1: that's what I was thinking <laughs> about. Yeah.
2: My, my my label was just like we talked about it in a meeting and I said, Hey guys, you know, six months ago, I was like, Hey, I really want to tell my fans that I just don't I've been dying to say it like I don't like Trump, you know, and I voted for Biden. And I can't say that. I know people are listening to this podcast, no, but no, I'm okay no. with that. You know, and my label's like, Look, you're just gonna lose we did the date. we did the research, you're gonna lose forty four percent of your fan base. And I'm like, that's fine.
1: You know, I think, you, you know, didn't, didn't want to begin with. I didn't want
2: that to begin with. And it's, yeah. it's a way to, to kind of restart and let people know where you take a stand. And and honestly, the people that, that are that ride or die with you will probably appreciate that. But I always like to me, I was like the Elvis quote is like, dude, look, I'm not a politician, I'm a musician, I'll just stay out of it. Yeah. You know, and so it was tough. But when the when the whole when the thing went down at the Capitol, I set up shit ton of tweets out and I was like, fuck That's this. Tough. Yeah. I'm done. You know, and I want you to know where I stand on this, deal.
0: Well, I gotta say though, the impact somebody like you has, and I—I I know that there's a cost. I don't—I don't pretend to not yeah no, cost when you do it. But like, I think about Jenny. We talked about this in a previous podcast, yeah. but like Jim Gaffigan, the comedian Jim Gaffigan, Ooh, who, right? Who, 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 you know, has a huge red state following. Is very clean, comic, and brilliant, brilliantly funny. Yeah, um, but, but like when he comes out and says. This is monstrous, what's going on in Washington. Yeah. It has so much more impact than when, like, lefty Jew boy comedy writer says it. I'm pointing to myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know,
1: it, w- it would be more shocking, Danny, if you were like, love Trump. He
0: yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, and and it's, like, there is there is something we said for being courageous about it. I mean, we, we've, Natalie, we always thought, we, I don't.
1: Yeah. You know. And Natalie Maines, like, well, I was going to say, Rich, you know, as hard as it is, I think, because I would have, the, you know, like, I I try, I mean, now I feel like Danny, probably because of this podcast and what everything Trump has done, we've talked more about politics yeah. on this podcast when this was supposed to just be talking about comedy. But because right. of how fucking atrocious he's been, how can you not talk about it? How can anybody be on board? And I think for you, like, yes, if you're going to lose fans, obviously, you said you've lost followers, You're gonna, but you're yeah. also going to gain a whole new... Audience of people going, hey, fuck, great. Funny. You are, and I should.
2: Danny was right. I should have used it early on. Honestly, like you know, two years ago, I should have just jumped on the train and said, I don't agree with this. I'm mm-hmm. Sorry, and and just lost them. Then you know, it's it's kind of like ripping a bandaid off. You just kind of wait and wait and wait, and finally got to be like, all right, shit, let's. Yeah. It's ripping, it, man. Let's go. I gotta, yeah. And then um, you realize,
1: oh, that Band-Aid has been rotten this whole time. It's been I was rotten like the keeping whole it on <laughs> my fucking hand. But I
0: gotta say, Rich, it's like I think you're doing it at the right time. I'm doing it when it like became too much. It's like you know, it, it revealed itself to you. It's not like you had to do it before, but like you know, we are in a crisis right now, and, and yeah, and so I would, there, I, you know, it's like, look. There, um, I was watching all day that the like Congress. There, there are people who are cowering under desks who are still not ready to just yeah. come out against it yeah like they, their lives were mike pence they were they built a gallows for him they were going to hang him yeah, and and, yeah. And, and and he still won't do it so it's just like coming around to it's just like an, it's an, i don't know it's an act of bravery i think it's good yeah i, I know.
2: get it i you know half of it is just the headache of like i enjoy getting on twitter and following you and jenny and like pat mm-hmm. nozzle and all this stuff because it's good writing it's good like humor yada 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 yeah when I get on after I make a Trump comment I go on Twitter all of a sudden I got like you know 2000 you know crazy people just tearing me apart googling my mom's maiden name just you know the craziest shit and you're like ah do I really even need the headache don't even say anything I I just want to have peace and drink coffee today I don't feel like (laughs) seeing all these people freaking beat me up you know so I get it it's a headache And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, Jenny, you made a good point. You said this is a comedy podcast, and now we're talking about politics. But I think politics has gotten so ridiculous that it's actually comical now, you know? Yeah, well, I think it really is.
1: It's so, it's almost impossible to not talk about it. It's like, how can you not address this huge fucking elephant in the room?
2: The capital thing was like watching a Mel Brooks film. Like that, that could have been a scene in like Blazing Saddles. Like you're like Blazing
1: Saddles, the fight with the
2: dancers. Yeah. 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 It's like, dude, are you kidding me right now? Like, am I really watching like a Mel Brooks film right now? It's-
1: I mean, it, it was one of the most atrocious things I've ever seen. And then every, I feel like every hour since then, we've just seen more and more video. We've heard more like first, you know, hand accounts of people like, you know some reporter from the times was like they ripped her lanyard off pushed her down like i mean these really like just aggressive people all based on what the president of the united states told them to do like
0: congress people who said it and and know it's a lie yeah right you know osama bin laden didn't fly the planes into the building he just convinced a bunch of people that they get 78 virgins (laughs) <laughs> right exactly. And, and there's no fucking difference than these kind con- none of these congress people or Trump believe there was voter fraud. For real. Maybe like Rudy yeah. Gomer, the, the really dumb ones. But even he doesn't. They all know this was a lie that they told. They got other people involved so that you could make the case Those people who are doing it I'm not forgiving them. They want to prosecute, I want to jail But they think they're doing God's work. They they yeah. they, don't, they don't see themselves as bad people. They believe that they're
1: that there was a huge fraud because the people they are lying to them so i would i I feel like the people that fucking flew the planes into the twin towers thought they were doing the right thing yeah like they've been like it's brainwashing it's true true, like this is what we were told to do by our leader so
2: i was a history minor it reminds me a page right out of nazi germany it really does like all the all the things are like correlating just exactly it's like this guy gets up here and says this and these people are just blinded by it and go out and do it it's scary. I mean, that's, like, one of the scariest things I've ever seen is, like, seeing that. It, 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 it's a, definitely a big, giant black eye for America,
1: you know. It, and I, I can understand. I know, Richard, we've talked about it, like, you know, we've texted and talked about, like, how it would make you feel, you know, when you're looking, you know, once all this, the pandemic finally goes away, hopefully, like, you're, you're playing a concert. You're looking into the crowd, and you're thinking, do you people believe in this guy? Are you like it's hard hard for me
2: i mean it's really hard for me like i almost tweeted out yesterday i was like from here on out you will not you'll be asked to leave if you wear a trump t-shirt to my concert i just like i can't give you joy i don't want to get up and give you joy and that's the hardest part in like country music and like i'd be be, i mean i hope you will listen to this podcast and i'm definitely going to retweet it i'm going to get it out there when this is done because i really want people to hear my side of the deal but like it really is odd because i really there are like half of my fan base really does believe trump's like their lord and savior it's like so crazy to me
0: well maybe you know all i can say about that is it's like you have to speak your truth i mean you can't be a fucking artist for no in anything you yeah. if you're not being honest and that doesn't mean you have to like attack or do anything like that but you have to speak the truth you're like in this right. and you have to talk it's like it's like if we're on the titanic and, uh, and somebody says, do we have to talk about the boat sinking all the time? We talk about something else. <laughs> no, the boat's fucking sinking. The somebody
1: boat is sinking. I'm just so tired of talking about how the boat's sinking. <laughs> you know, Please, everyone, can we just finally move on? The
0: iceberg. I get yeah. it.
2: The iceberg hit it. Come on. <laughs> you
1: see the lobster tank?
0: I am apolitical on icebergs. <laughs>
2: I know, Danny. You're totally right. And I did. I give so many hints in my music. I had a single, a single called uh, "Peter and Paul," and I mentioned Trump and I mentioned the wall and the bridge. And people thought I was for Trump. I was like, "Are you not listening to this song? It's an yeah. anti-Trump rap, like song." Yeah. They still didn't get it. They, they mentally will spin stuff in their direction, no matter how yeah. obvious it is.
1: Whatever, whatever narrative they want to create, whatever they-
2: narrative they want to believe, they believe. It's crazy it, to me. It, no, it, they played for years at Republican rallies, Born in
0: the USA. Yeah. And did you listen to the lyrics of Born in the USA?
2: I mean, Springsteen is like my idol. It's it's an anti-Vietnam, anti-American song. It's it's it's
0: an anti-imperialist American song and how the anti-wage gap and anti like it's all about like progressive change.
1: I tell you, what? And I know also, Danny, you're a Jersey boy too, so that was extra. I'm uh-huh. like, are you fucking kidding me? Born in the USA, like you're the boss. My favorite all-time favorite band is CCR. All time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Trump played "Fortunate Son." I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I thought my head was going to explode. I'm like, you're a fucking draft dodger. Are you serious? Like. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: Fortunate son is the greatest protest song ever written. Ever. And it's Fortunate ever. Son. That's
1: you. You didn't have to go. Yeah. I love John Fogarty for like stop fucking playing my song. Oh
2: like, my god. I, I had dinner with uh, I had dinner with John Fogarty. That was one of the coolest things that i ever, ever got oh, to do about like that. that. Oh my god. He yeah. was he was amazing, man. My drummer at the time, Goose, who Jenny knows. You know, remember Goose, my first oh. tour.
1: Yeah, Goose a good-looking whole- guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: He came. yeah. So, uh, so Danny, he like, the middle of my
1: picture one time, of, he's like, "This is my new band." I was like, yeah, "Who's the drummer?" Really? he's like, "Oh, that's Goose." I'm like, "I bet he didn't get any pussy." Look at Goose. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so what happened? He so was funny. king. He was king of the king of the tour bus, man. Yeah, okay. uh, so we're like, we're on the bus, and like, we get a phone call, like, into the tour, like, thank God. And Goose is like, "Hey, I just got an audition for uh Fogerty. Fogerty's looking for a new drummer." And so i was like dude go take it we only have like one gig left and we're taking off for like six months and uh he gets the gig and so like their first gig he invites me to the concert and he's like hey me and john are gonna have dinner so i just show up and i sit there for 45 minutes and me and john just talk uh, telecasters and amps for like 45 minutes and one of the smartest guys nicest guys you know has his shit together i mean that, that goes to show you like if you don't do drugs and stay off the booze, like you can have a really long career in rock and roll. That guy's like Ooh, I didn't know
1: that about Boo. Him.
2: I know, know we like <laughs> our rock stars. But it's like he's just so smart and, and talented and still sings in the same key. Cause I was asking him, I was like, hey, I noticed that sound check, you're still singing Fortunate Son and F. You know how hard that is? Like, I can't do that. He's like, Yeah, I still sing in the same key. I was like, holy shit. So yeah, that guy, that guy's amazing. No, I hate
1: that group. And by the way, when when you went to that concert it's i want to make you tell the story that was in las vegas
2: that was in vegas yeah
1: that's when i had a show in vegas that's right yeah you. so you had drove to vegas and where was i was at the tropicana brag um yeah. performing Nancy. and Nancy. john fogarty was <laughs> that was it at the Wynn hotel was that right or mgm where was he performing
2: uh he was at the win yeah
1: he's at the Wynn. okay and then you went and saw it, and then you came to my show. Your show, know, yeah. Like the late one or something. <laughs> Danny, you'll love this. Rich, I'm like, where are you staying, Rich? He goes, um, that Hooters Hotel. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> but Danny, listen to this story, that was bullshit. And if, if Priceline, if you're listening, I'm I'm freaking still pissed about this. So on Priceline, okay, Priceline no. says, four star hotel or equivalent <laughs> to the Mandalay Bay. It says, Mandalay Bay or equivalent, four star hotel. I'm like, okay, 119 and nine, sounds great. Dude, the Hooters Hotel is not equivalent to the fucking man. Come on.
1: <laughs> we, That's... we hung out. Rich and I go like bring I was it up. So pissed, everything. And then he goes back to the hotel and then he texts me. He goes, I think I'm gonna go get some wings. I was like, well, you're at the right, right hotel place. And then he's like, I, I gotta tell you, you know, like the 3 a.m. Wait staff is not the A team of <laughs> <the> Hooters.
2: <laughs> dude, the girl that brought wings to my room at three in the morning was pregnant. Like a pregnant uh, woman brought me wings yeah. to my room at three in the morning. I was like, oh my God, can I like, can I like give, so like, give like, were you like, is it mine? First year of kid's life, like,
0: oh my God. wings you know, and motor- motorboating.
1: I mean, that was, <laughs> it probably wasn't her first child. So really. No,
0: no, no. <laughs> That is really funny. I you know, I know, I never even stepped into that hotel. I had a friend who stayed there and said it was it's 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 pretty it's
2: pretty much what you think. It's exactly what you think. It's like staying it's like, it's like sleeping staying in a booters. It's like I did not w- want to sleep in yeah. a booters. What were the rooms like? They were just like it's like if Motel 8 got kind of like a like a facelift. Oh you know, it's God. like like a nicer motel, aid. you're like sleazy. You know, it's just hard sleeping in there because you're like, you know, there's the black like comfort, light things like comfort everywhere. Suite it's like, with oh. like, yeah, I mean, who, who actually <laughs> wants, to, who, who husband and wife stays in that room that actually paid for that room? You know, they're having the most like dirty biker sex of all time. Like, you know, it's just like, and now I'm sleeping sleeping there. And it's like, shit.
0: This is not doing anything to uh, disabuse me of country music stereotypes. <laughs> like the country music, because I guess I always imagine that's where the country music people but, must stay is that the Hooters no, are. There. It's not. I was you know the like
1: country music people do stay at other places. I'd like, <laughs> like, no, yeah. they all have to stay in a barn or at a Hooters.
2: <laughs> yes, what's the equivalent to like New York? New York is it like, uh, oh god, you know,
1: yeah, <laughs> St. Louis uh, a- Birmingham, Birmingham, or
2: something. <laughs> <laughs> come stay at birmingham birmingham <laughs> biscuits and gravy at the buffet tonight yeah
1: that was truly though when i was in vegas that was one of the funniest things of you telling me that you're like I'm like where are you staying at hooters hotel like i honestly didn't even know they had a hotel
0: yeah and there to be something else it was like another shitty hotel before they bought it. i can't remember what it was but
2: um. <laughs> do you remember hooters had an airline for six months do you remember that no yeah so they had this airline google it it's hilarious
1: i vaguely they bought, an, they
2: bought like a shitty airline that had like 30 planes it was like southwest and they had like chicken wings and girls in the outfits and they totally went bankrupt so i mean only like perverted <laughs> horny dudes were flying it but it's a good google for a night you should definitely google hooters <laughs> airlines i only hope the pilots were also hooters girls that's the only thing i hope right here again.
1: tammy we have some wind okay. <laughs> Hooters airline. So, thank you for flying <laughs> Hooters airline. Okay, please. We're gonna have a little turbulence as we in get. In the up. event
0: of a water landing, I can be used as a flotation device. Yeah, I mean that's probably true. <laughs> Anyone
1: wants any alcohol? It's actually take shots with you? Okay. <laughs> Body shots. Probably those guys that are just flying all the time, thinking that's their girlfriend. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's Yeah,
2: he's in his mobility scooter, like taking up like three chairs. It's like. Uh, He's flying it to Kansas City and back.
1: <laughs> Rich and I, okay, so both of you know my mother. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rich I had to tell about when we decided to have a mother dinner date. Um, yeah. When, I'm trying to remember, a couple of years ago. So, Danny, you know how when I go back to Houston for Christmas, which I didn't no. do this year. I always will stay downtown Houston and I'll like go to a Texans game, Rockets game. And I usually do a comedy show with these guys called the whiskey brothers that do this Christmas show every year. And Rich, you performed at it. Yeah. And we started talking, we're like, we should go. And like, my mom was going to come get me. And then we're going to go up to my sister's. I was like, Oh, we should all go have dinner together. And Rich and I start talking about like, well, get ready because my mom is might say some shit. You know, like Danny, yeah, you know Corky, she could oh, just. Uh, it, yeah, no, I understand. And Rich was like, "Yeah, yeah well, you haven't met my mother." And uh-huh. like, hmm, sure, yeah, We'll, we'll see. You know, battle of the moms. Yeah. Danny, I have to tell you, my mom to this day still laughs about it. She's like, <laughs> we, "We we got to yeah. Uber, go to the restaurant." Rich and his mom were at the bar having a glass of wine. Uh huh. And we walk up, introduce moms, say hi, and the hostess let me get you to your table we hadn't even sat down and i hear rich's mom go i got down to three cigarettes a day when i was pregnant with oh. Richard. <laughs> Rich oh my mom. Like, mom what the fuck? and she's you like out, you out quirky quirky she my mom was silent like i've never seen my mom go like whoa i don't my mom just has no filter she just burnt it no, out. I know. Mouth. but she met her match with patricia and Rich's mom, who I fucking love, looks so much like Kris Jenner. It's startling.
2: Yeah, she does a lot.
1: So much so that Kim Kardashian stopped her at the Burbank airport and was like, oh, my God, and took a picture with Rich's mom and posted it on her Instagram.
2: Yeah, posted on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. My That's- phones are blowing up. I was like, they're like, dude, Kim Kardashian's posted a photo of your mom on her Instagram. I was like,
1: what? We'll have to link that to the <laughs> what?
2: Yeah, so is you your have- mom an influencer now? No, God, no. I, no, I, no.
1: <laughs> all I would have loved was to see Kim and your mother just really sit down and have a deep dinner dive because I could only imagine the things that your mom would say to her.
2: I just have to, like, I had to talk to my mom all the time about, like, my mom's a really great person. She's just from a time, and, like, Danny, you know this, like, you know, she's 67 now. So, like, like, we go eat Chinese food, she'll talk to the waiter really slow. She's like, I want hot mustard. Oh. I'm like, mom, they speak English. Like, you don't have to, you know, it's like that age where you're like, they're constantly, they, I don't know what it is. And I'm always oh, nervous I, when I'm, when I'm it, with it, her. I'm like, mom, what are you doing?
1: But, it, but it's kind of like, it's not, you know, I don't find it offensive when somebody doesn't know any better. Like, no, no, it's yeah. like this just of a different, generation and that's so funny but yeah. that was one of my favorite things was your mom before we even sat down saying that she got down to three cigarettes a day with you and you she's like,
2: hilarious I, I mean danny like i have a really funny childhood jenny will, like fill you in later but it's like no, but fill us all in here a little bit. oh no it's great like it, it'd be a great like sitcom like uh i'm funny. from a middle class family like I, I wasn't raised like i had a great childhood i really did it was just like jenny knows it's like really funny because my dad was married and he had like three daughters Uh He was going through a divorce and my mom, he met my mom and my mom accidentally got pregnant. Then he went back to try to work it out with his uh, wife. Uh She got pregnant. And so I'm like an (laughs) Irish twin. So I I have a brother and we're six months apart. (laughs) Oh my God. Then my dad left and didn't date either. of them. So he he like just left and was single and was like, dude, I told, this is weird. You know, I don't know what's going on. Uh, So my mom, and then he, he remarried my mom when I was five. So it was like one of those things where it was like, it was just funny. Like, it's just like oh everything God, about so it was just comical. It was well, you told comical. me this
1: story about like, you're like me and my brother and my dad are like at a restaurant or something and yeah. y'all are playing around and the, you know, like the server goes, oh, look at you. Two. And, 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 are you twins? No, I'm six months older. And then your dad's like, guys, remember what I told you in public. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Every time creative. in the car, my dad would be like, all right, we're going there. Do not tell him. I think we're actually four and a half months apart. He's like, don't tell him you're four months apart. <laughs> and the, the first thing I remember, we were like, both seven years old. We're like, yeah, we're four months apart. Like, we couldn't tell, not tell people that. We thought it was so freaking cool. And my dad and mom were just like, oh, my God. You don't <laughs> understand until you get older how embarrassing this is to your father.
0: Now, were the other woman? Well, he wrong. did it.
1: It was his fault, so it should be. Yeah, he <laughs> did.
0: Was the other woman, the first wife, did she remain in your life? for this period of time when it's the dad? Not name. really. I
2: think she took it kind of hard. Uh, me and my, <laughs> my brothers and sisters, we're, we're all like best friends. Like we all get along. My sister's having a baby right now. Like she was like, didn't want the marriage in, you know, obviously. And probably saw my mom as like, uh, right. kind of a mistress or something. I, I, don't, I don't think so. My mom, was, my mom was just like, yeah, your dad was divorced. I met him. I asked him a hundred times. Like he was living in an apartment by himself. He was going to divorce, you know, and so she probably saw it like that. And so my mom and her didn't really get along, but my mom was a step- step-mom when they were married to all the kids. And so we're all a giant happy family. My dad just kind of had a little hiccup and it's like, to me, it's comical, you know? <laughs> it's,
1: it's really fucking comical. And also it
2: happened for you at such a young age. It was just your normal. Yeah, it's my normal. I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was cool to have a, a little brother. We, look, we look alike, you know?
1: Oh, that's, love- that's the best thing too. It's like, yeah, if somebody said y'all were twins, you ask how old you are. You're like, yeah, that, that's his twin. You're like, no, his twin, yeah. The first time you're like, well, I have half siblings, and you're telling I have half sister, and then my half brother and I are, are four months apart. I'm like, I'm gonna have to call the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is this? Out. Wait, what? I mean, my sister and I are like almost two years apart, and I thought that was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: but the stereotype they call that an Irish twin. Our last name's O'Toole, so it's like you fit the stereotype. Oh, every like part of it. it.
1: <laughs> that's so like funny. we nailed it. We nailed oh, by the it. way,
0: this picture is unbelievable.
1: Oh, a guy just texts us the picture of. Um,
0: um, of, of oh, you.
1: this is the one that Kim took of your mom. Yeah, said, like
0: Chris Jenner. I this. this. Weirdly,
1: yeah, that's know. Rich's mom, isn't that like hilarious? That's crazy. Yeah, she looks. Oh, so much like, didn't your mom start growing her hair out too after that? She didn't like. Yeah, me. mom, it got
2: ridiculous. She was in restaurants and uh, especially when she come visit me, we'd go eat in, like Beverly Hills or we're in LA. There was like paparazzi, and I had like I had to turn around and be like, "This is not Christian," or like, uh, <laughs> yeah, "Stop." now loving. They just, they just had this the same bone structure, and the same eyes, and the same haircut. Like it was just so weird that it all came apart. And she, my mom's looked like that for thirty years, so it wasn't like yeah. anything new. It was just when the Kardashians got famous, we were like, "Oh, mommy you probably need to grow your hair out."
0: Can I show him your dad looks like Caitlin?
2: Looks like what? Caitlin Jenner? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have said it make it even better.
0: Oh, man. That's hilarious, oh,
2: man. man. That family's so funny. You know, like, everyone loves to hate them, but, like, at the end of the day, they're just, you don't feel bad for them. You just, like, call- I don't know what I don't know what you call it. You just, I, don't, like, I don't feel
1: bad for them, but I do think that that. Chris, they like, carved something out for
2: themselves. Oh, I lost my
0: camera. They carved something out for themselves. It was, you know, they.
1: I they they that. did, but that mom, I I just can't get past like her kind of whoring her daughters out. You know, like
2: yeah, for sure. Like, literally, you know, literal whoring. Her
1: literally, like she's the one who distributed that porn, right? That you know, Kim and, and Ray J had, and I like. I remember when Kendall Jenner turned eighteen.
2: Yeah.
1: She tweeted like totally just, you know, a joke. And I was like, and three, two, one, before her mom makes her, you know, like pose topless or something. Yeah. So,
2: yeah.
1: And I, I, of course, joking. And less than a week later, there were her nipples. Like, Yeah. Well, <laughs> so like, the mom
2: definitely did like horror, man. I mean, that was not cool. And But I mean, look look what they did. I, I don't know. Uh, is that the new way of show business? I, I don't like it, but... Uh, yeah, I mean,
0: there's too many other people to... I, I, yeah, I, I, it's so funny, like all of those little petty hatreds that I've had in the past, like, yeah. it's like, I just don't have time for it. Like, yeah. I, uh, it's like, there's, we're, we're, we're living like in a world of true monsters everywhere. And so it's like, I don't know, I let that, I I kind of did a Jenny tweet la- uh, the other day. It's sort of up your alley, mm-hmm. but it's like Us Magazine on, on Twitter, like in the midst of all of this, they just post, um, Kim seen without ring, went uh engagement ring publicly. And I just retweeted and I said, read the room, us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah read the room. Yeah. It's like, who gives a shit?
1: She could have that ring shoved up her ass on hold. Like it, at this point, people are like, Great, we've seen it all. Just next. Yeah. D- and yeah. Bigger fish. the fact
2: that we're even the fact that we're even talking about it, that's what's that's what the saddest part is. Is you can't stop talking about it sometimes like it's like all right next 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 let's go but i mean that's just kind of how it is i mean they they carved out danny's right they carved out something for themselves that like can't be ignored for yeah. some reason yeah. I, mean, um,
1: I feel like with like everything that happened i'm still i guess i'm still like somebody just posted like what's ptsd without the p that's what i have yeah yeah (laughs) from seeing what happened at the capitol it's like I'm still so like not over it it was still so shocking that when I was watching it like that (laughs) evening I'm like oh wait there's a pandemic totally forgot about it
0: yeah. And not only is there a pandemic, 4,500 people died yesterday. It's like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's records. It's, it's, it's just this record high. I, it's, it's, it's so bananas.
1: Are y'all having, no, it's
2: time- like 9-11 like every day. It's like yeah. the saddest thing in the world. It's
1: so yeah, the sad. amount of deaths, I mean, even hell more so than 9-11. I yeah. mean, every day. Do y'all feel like, because I feel like our listeners maybe would appreciate it, it, does it get to y'all? Do you have moments? Like, I'll wake up and sometimes I feel like, you know that feeling you have when your alarm doesn't go off and you wake up and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you have a, that's how I felt. It yeah, was. no, for sure. It's like, just because it's so much, it's so overwhelming what's happening in the world that it, it becomes get, like a, a fucking mental panic.
0: Do you get that no, right? Yeah. I would say it again. Do you get that? Is you, do you feel that as well?
2: I do a lot. No, actually, uh, so I did dry January. I was, I was to the point where, like, I, you know, I'm not an alcoholic by any means, but, like, it, I was waking up every day so panicked. I couldn't wait till like, noon to have a glass of wine and just, like, uh-huh. calm down. So I kind of gave myself. I was like, look, Rich, you can't be, like, ripping wine at noon every day just because, like, you're feeling this. But I do – I feel like I'm wearing a coat. Like, I feel like, like, 2020 and, 2000, and then 2019, there's this, like, coat that I'm constantly wearing. When I step outside, when I go into places, when I go into restaurants and I'm talking to someone, I feel like I can't wait to take that coat off. And it's like this weight on this like anxiety pressure and almost like a little bit of depression. And I've never suffered from depression. I've never, I've had anxiety because musicians, I'm on stage, yada, yada, yeah. yada. But not like this year. I mean, this year was just like, I didn't pick up a guitar for six months. I didn't want to write. I didn't want to do anything. You know, I was like just hard even getting out of bed because I was like, man, I just don't. The world seems, everyone's scared. Everyone's just obnoxiously blaming and finger pointing. You can't walk into a Walgreens and if you sneeze or cough, everyone's just like, oh, there he is. There's the reason. I know. And it's just sad, you know? And I think everyone has that. And that's what's causing so much hysteria in our country is everyone's real. I think a lot of people are feeling that, you know?
0: I, I definitely am like, I've never suffered from depression, thank God. I definitely had anxiety like you. But yeah. I will say that from like, the holiday season till almost like last week, uh, I I was in, I was in as dark a place as I've ever been. Like not like I was gonna hurt my, but I just was like I, that feeling of hopelessness. And you know, yeah, you know my, you know, it was like I have like I have a, a shit ton of personal stuff because I'm you know going through a divorce, and it was just like all of that was coming out, and then the uncertainty about the business world, and like I, I it just was like oh. I, I, I really, like, I reached out to friends of mine who I knew suffer from depression, and I just was, is this how you feel all the time when you're not, me-? and it's like, fuck, that's a, I'd rather have physical pain, I think, Yeah. what I was just feeling.
1: Yeah, because physical pain, it's like, oh, I broke my finger, that hurts, I can I address. understand. <laughs> it hurts. Yeah. When you're just laying uh, there going, I don't want to get out of bed, what's wrong? Like, yeah. why? I,
2: yeah, if I hurt my leg, I'd just limp to the car, I and mean, be totally cool, but like, when you have that depression, you don't even want to walk to your car. You don't even want to go do – you don't even want to do anything. No. And just it, that that feeling is this – I understand it now. Like, I never understood depression until, like, I think you – when you have – I think we've all kind of gone through that with this, and it's – man, it's debilitating. That's what the word is. It's It, it just kind of takes your legs out from underneath you, and you're just like, man, I don't want to do anything. I know. It's, it's, uh,
1: it's really tough, and I think – I feel like all of our listeners are – because there's so many people that I, I know are going through this, and I feel like it's probably best to just – talk about it too so that other people so feel less alone that yeah yeah you know everyone is you know it's, it's been so much and there's just so much anger in the world too that like that you know everything becomes everything feels too much at times and I know I've noticed that I've read so many different things about people that have like somebody's committed suicide or whatever I like know. I keep seeing that and I'm just like man this is this is as bad as it gets, you
2: know? Yeah. This
1: as bad as and it that's gets. What they're,
2: saying, they're just saying the numbers that are, people aren't for, forgetting about the suicide numbers are skyrocketing. I mean, so not only are we, you know, yeah. COVID is killing people, we're also killing people financially, mentally. I yeah. mean, it, it's, there's a full spectrum that's causing a lot of stuff to go down and yeah. that's just, that's terrible, you know? Yeah,
0: I, I, and like, just like our, our, the PSA for this, which we don't normally do, but is, uh, um, if you haven't heard from a friend in a little while, call them, I'll say yeah. like, that like reach out to people first of all, yeah, it'll make you feel better. But you may like be that thing that like sort of pulls somebody out, yeah. You know? Uh, you never so, know,
1: just like a text or somebody, yeah,
0: anything, yeah. You know, don't know
1: when that, you're in such a dark place and you just even get something that's positive, this little light in the midst of all this, it makes such a huge difference.
0: Send a me. fax,
1: yeah, send it,
2: <laughs> send people. Fax. yeah, people. You know, that,
1: we had a good idea. A telegram, you know
2: my buddies and I did this. We had a friend that's kind of in a dark, in a dark spot and yeah. we know that he loves uh, gumbo. Uh-huh. And so um, he loves cooking gumbo and shit, you know? And so we we all texted him and said, hey, we're having gumbo night, but we set it for like a month and a half in advance. Uh-huh. So it gave him something to look forward to. You know, it's one of those things where if he's in a really dark place and if he was like gonna hurt himself, he probably would wait because he knows how much he looks forward to that, to like gumbo night with yeah. me and the boys, you know? So... Yeah, that's another good idea is like if you know someone really likes something set a date with them but do it like a month in advance so it gives them like a, a window of
1: of hope well, yeah you know? like having something to look forward to a well month yeah time, yeah it makes a huge difference where so you're like oh in two weeks i'm doing this and then you get like okay cool i'm all right yeah going on, you I'll, know? I'll get my
2: shit together by then yeah, we'll figure right.
1: it right and i think that that's that's super important and i hope that everybody yeah definitely like danny said check in check yeah. in with your friends if
0: it if makes a can. difference man it does okay well, now we're at the part of the show where we talk about what we've been like thinking about what we've been watching I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about like what 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 you know what's gotten you through the pandemic rich anything you do anything you scream that you like
2: or any recommendations? just everything I've, I've, I've been having weird tastes like um this week mm-hmm. i've been watching all of john Hughes' films oh, just because
1: right. you know you i can't go wrong with all friends. of them
2: <laughs> just how like how they're shot on how they're all shot in chicago yeah um i kind of i kind of had a revelation this week okay so like uh my, my friends were like watch bridgerton have you seen bridgerton on i haven't yeah, no it's I've like had a, a had real a- like
0: bodice ripper they say right it's, it's like, like I mean, period it's like
2: a period piece like kind of softcore period piece porn type stuff but real british real like takes wow. place in the 1700s everyone's dressed like the 1700s and it's funny, so it's written on the fact that like nothing existed as we know right now, it's just right. written as a period piece. So I'm watching it and the first five minutes, the the queen of England is black. So my internal clock, my yeah. his, I'm history minor internal clock goes, yeah. stops and goes, well, this can't be true, the queen's yeah. black. <laughs> and, and, and so it's written on the fact that it's, it's written to the point where if slavery didn't exist, if nothing existed, There's a princess black, like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of black characters in this, which I realized I was like, I'm not a racist person by any means, but it stopped me in my tracks going, she can't be queen. And then I realized I was like, yeah, she can. This isn't, someone wrote this, not, not following the guidelines of, you know, what happened from the 1600s on, you know. I think,
0: I think Hamilton sort of prepped us for this.
2: They, they did know, yeah they
0: did you know he, he kind of did that too and i i i think oh yeah that's the most interesting thing i've heard about that so i might check that out now
1: i f- yeah. i kind of felt that way about Shit's creek where uh-huh. they they built a world a town where there's no racism there's no homophobia everybody's the i know and, and that's something that, like watching it it took me a while to go wait oh there's the okay the gay couple and no one Everyone's just like, oh, well, there's such and such. There's the- You don't get that
0: whispery. Oh. Yeah. Well, do you remember yeah. the movie Lars and the Real Girl with Ryan Goslin and he had that doll that he was in love with? You ever see that? Yeah. Yeah. What I haven't. loved about that movie was no one, everybody was just totally supportive in this little small town <laughs> of him, kind of eccentric guy who was in
1: love with a sex doll. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you, you do you, man. Good and for you. it was like, I, 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 I kind of dug that. I How did. About, I, I just watched, and I, I started watching Ted Lasso.
2: I gotta watch it. I haven't gotten to okay. that. Yeah.
1: No, I hadn't. I've, I've heard good things about it. but no. I haven't watched it. I s- sat down. I watched the entire season in one sitting. It no. was so good, and I have to say, it, it was so positive and uplifting. And like, there's moments where you'll cry, but it's out of like kindness. You know, like, oh. yeah. It's, it's really, really. I, I highly recommend it. I mean, I watched. I was like this. <laughs> I said Bill Lawrence who did yeah. the show I was like I fucking love Ted Lasso he's like thank you so I, I I was so blown away by it because it was just it's so well done the acting's great the writing's great but it was such a Positive, wonderful thing to watch during. A well, buddy of mine
0: wrote on that show, Bill Rubel. I want to. So oh yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm watch it. Yeah,
1: uh, but for Brett Goldstein, I don't know oh, if yeah. you know Brett. I've done stand up and stuff with him. He's in it, and he's fantastic. Jason Sudeikis is phenomenal. Sure, but good. highly recommend that.
2: Yeah, I need to see that. I'll, I'll put it on my list. Uh, Wonder
1: Woman, 1984.
2: The best movie I've ever seen.
1: I started watching it two <laughs> weeks ago. It's still going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that movie is it's unbelievable. It, like everybody told me how bad it was, I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna watch this," and it was worse.
1: It was, worse. yeah. I, I don't know why I thought it was funny that it's like it's called Wonder Woman. She's never called Wonder Woman; she's Diana, right? I'm like, well, my so mom's was- friends are named Diana, and the villain was Barbara. I'm like, are we really like, <laughs> Diana and Barbara? It they had really no like-
0: reason to be in the 80s. They exploited that not at all. Also, for the whole movie, which they never talk about wonder woman is raping some guy because his it's just his body like we don't know like we don't even care oh who cares chris pine came in and took his body we're just totally fine with that we're not gonna talk about that
1: yeah, the guy do. that has been a uh, fully fucking you know patrick swayze ghosted yeah <laughs> she's just going to town on this guy
0: oh, like, it's just the stupidest horrible movie
1: yeah it was well, another thing i watched on disney plus was that movie soul
0: i like that did you like loved i haven't it. seen that yet
1: fucking loved it i it, i didn't know anything about what it was about and i neither. loved it i
0: yeah i i thought soul was fantastic and i mean there are Pixar movies like i still probably like coco more but i will say the animation in that in 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 soul world where, where they is some of the Coolest animation I've ever seen in anything. It's just fantastic. And it's such hard and it was beautiful.
1: What do you watch
0: that?
2: I watched that tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely watch it. And when you see these images of them in New York, the way that New York looks, like this animation, it I oh. was blown away. I, I couldn't believe like how that's so crazy how they can do that now. <laughs> like just the things that
2: gorgeous. It's it's getting wild. I, I think in twenty years from now, what they're gonna be able to do just can blow my mind. I mean yeah. Ten years ago, we were had with a flip phone. Ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. When did the iPhone come out? In like two thousand eight? I think, like, yeah, right, like two
0: thousand six or something. I think maybe.
1: Do you know that after the Capitol Hill thing, you know that <coughs> shot of Lindsey Graham going through the airport being? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: That motherfucker had a flip phone.
0: Of course he did. <laughs>
1: yeah, of course. I he recorded did. it. I'll text it to both of you. He had a flip phone. I was like, that's par for the course for Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Why wouldn't you have a flip phone? Yeah. Um, total razor Danny what have you watched?
0: So, uh, so uh, b- both of those things Wonder Woman 84 saw I got hooked on a friend of mine recommended this series and uh, it, it's a French <coughs> series subtitled called out here it's called Call My Agent mm-hmm. and uh, I guess there it was called 10% in French and it's about this talent agency in Paris and they bring in real actors I didn't realize this till way long into it that it was like, oh those are actual actors. But the characters in it are so good. It's funny. I mean, it's French, so there's like they do a couple stupid things. Yeah. But it's it just it, it's it's they're like they, the plot sometimes relied on too much coincidence, which is like something in French farce. But it was really, it was really like amazing and good
1: where can where is that at? all my agent on netflix It's on netflix and season
0: four comes out and they did three seasons and season four comes out in like a week i can't wait oh wow call me all right i'm putting on my my agent it's
2: like i haven't watched a couple of these i mean i haven't even heard of some yeah i
0: haven't heard of this one either so well that's all
1: i've got that's all I've got to. Rich, is there anything you want to promote or any? Yeah, please. Where, where, where can people find you on social media? Um,
2: everywhere. I mean, my my yeah, my last name's unique, so it's like just type in Rich O'Toole on Google, and I'll pop up, or just in Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. I don't, I don't. How do people listen to music? Like Danny, how do you listen to music?
0: I do Spotify and Apple Music.
2: I have both. Yeah, around. there you go.
0: Yeah, that's what I so do. If you
2: got one of those, or if you got if you're one of those like weird guys that listens to like Deezer or like Tidal or something. I don't know, whatever. I, just know you type in. A, I, I
0: bet. I bet we have some Pandora people out there.
2: Pandora, yeah. Let me so hear from your know Pandora, Pandora people.
1: You... I like Pandora. I'm not mad at it. If you... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your album that you have, in New York. Can we like put a link or something to that? Can...
2: Uh, sure. Yeah. Just type. Just copy paste the link from Spotify, yeah. or Apple Music. We can or whatever.
1: Put that on the podcast. Yeah.
2: Well, um, well, thanks for having I, me on, guys. Hey, uh, I, I, I appreciate it, Rich.
1: It. it was a pleasure.
0: And when this is all over, I'd love to come uh, see you live, and and or at least just drink with you.
2: For sure, yeah, for sure. No, uh, yeah, I'll let you know when I'm, I'll be in L.A. probably next month when all this everything opens back up. But probably not. The, the probably will back up. <laughs> well, but we'll, we'll sit on. We'll, we'll, we'll go to lunch or something. I'd, I'd love to, man. That sounds amazing. Awesome, Rich, thank you. Rich.
0: You're you're as they say in Texas, you're a mensch.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Uh, I'm trying to think of a Texas word. Uh
0: just call me a Jew. Uh, I
2: don't know. What do they say in Texas? Jenny, what help me out here? What do they say in Texas? Bless, your, real,
1: God, Andy. Bless your heart, Danny.
2: Bless,
0: Bless your, heart. your <laughs> heart. Bless your heart. You're a real live Jew. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're and one Jenny, of the good Jenny, ones. Uh, You're the, one Jewish, of the The biggest thing between Jewish people, like I'm Catholic, is yeah. they just believe in that they still believe in the same God. They just believe that Jesus didn't come. Um, after the Old Testament, right?
0: We just we, we, some of us didn't believe. Jesus. We just don't believe Jesus was the Son of God. That's right. That's all it is. That's what, no. We it's basically we like the original, the sequel. We thought fell off a little bit. Yeah,
1: fell off <laughs> a little bit. That's all it is. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing my I heart Jew shirt. I know. I'm gonna get my I, I,
0: I, I heart Christians next time. We'll all right, guys. To later. Later. Bye
1: hey, for guys. Bye. guys.